Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hi, welcome to another episode of X of Words. Uh, I really need to stop saying it like that. I don't know why I've put full stops in the middle of it. But here today with me, I have Keenan Lance. You can follow Keenan at, at K-E-E-N-A-N-L-A-N-C-E underscore. Uh, hey, hi, yeah. hi, Keenan. Say hi. Hello, how are you doing today, Ashley? Confused and bow-legged as ever. <laughs> That's one way to be, you know, it's all right. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm all right. Looking forward to it not being January and sunshine, because I think that's going to be one of the saviors of this year for me. Oh, you know, <laughs> this year, I'm just, I'm just taking it as it comes. You know, I'm trying not to hold too many expectations with what's going on, but I will agree some sunlight would be a very nice little thing to have. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, it's, it's lovely to have you here. So, the question that we're going to talk about today is what Krakoa should do with nonviolent crime. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you know me, and now you know Keenan, and now you heard the question. Our 10 minute timer starts now. Okay, so what do you reckon? Um, I think it's a pretty interesting question because it's like, A, why would any mutants be committing any type of crime on this island that is supposed to be a giant paradise that we have here in this space? And then B, it kind of comes down to we have to create some type of institutions or like something for those who do create the crimes or like commit the crimes at this point. And then C, it's like, you know, this island and Krokoa as a whole was supposed to be created to be completely different from humans and the type of institutions that they've created for criminals and whatnot. So it's like, is it banishment from Krokoa to go live with humans? Is it keeping them on this space and doing something similar to Sabretooth where you keep them in captivity? Mm-hmm. And then at that point, it also creates like a moral thing for the council and like how they're doing that. Because again, Krokoa is a paradise. It is supposed to be the place where everybody is welcome and all the sins of the past have been um, pretty much wiped out. Yeah. So how do you keep that peace and that happiness now when you are creating these type of punishments and putting this ideal of class systems and where people should be and things they should and shouldn't do we already have the three laws are they worth expanding on and again why is anybody actually committing crime on this island yes Mm. see that's it honestly it's such a huge question isn't it so you've got Sabretooth who suffered because he was kind of unrepentant yeah but Mm -hmm. that was lethal crime that was a lethal crime. When you think of non-lethal crimes, my head goes to Shaw. Because mm-hmm. Shaw... Okay, so taking apart... Actually, I mean, that's a lethal crime as well. He, he really did kill. He <laughs> killed Pete Pride. But my, my head goes to Shaw because he's a capitalist and he's somebody who I think at his core yeah. wants inequality to prove his own superiority. Yes. And sure, the, the sure personalities, I think, would be the ones to drive inequalities on the island. Not necessarily, non, not necessarily lethal crime, sorry, but things like access to resources, space, making sure other people don't have as much as they should so he can get a bit more, like exploitative crimes. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, honestly, so I think once you start getting into things like that, especially with Shaw when it comes to, like, space and the land and exploiting it, that means you've already kind of broken one of the three laws, which was respect the sacred land. Mm -hmm. You know, again, we had Doug talking to the council about, like, how Krakoa is actually, like, a living being. Like, it's not some type of property that we just sat here and plopped ourselves on to do whatever they want. If Shaw is doing that, he's now broken one of the big crimes. And so, yeah, that's non-lethal. So that's something that we have to kind of get into again. Should his punishment be as bad as Sabretooth? No. Well, maybe. Shaw's kind of also a really bad guy who doesn't care. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, you know, and so, but then again, it also starts to come down to the people. You know, we just had Scott and Gene kind of say they're holding the roles for the new X-Men as a democracy. So it's like if Shaw is committing these crimes against the people, should it start coming down to the people of Krakoa to also make the decisions about what should happen to the criminals who commit these crimes? That is very true. Um, there, so far, there isn't really much of a democratic process, is there? It's just a quiet council. No, not at all. It's just the quiet council and it's like, and you know, it's going to be interesting because I do kind of feel like this democracy that Gene and Scott are kind of proposing with, for the X-Men is going to trickle over. You know, it, the council as a whole is not something that's meant to last. You cannot have this small collective of people responsible for all of these people on this island. Like they can try, but at some point in time, the people of Krakoa are going to want to be heard. Mm -hmm. And especially as their civilization continues to expand. And then you even just add like the Araco mutants in there. It's like things are going to be a dynamic shift at some point. Oh, yes, because your population is changing far quicker than your leadership is. Exactly. And it's going to come down to it's like, like you said, those little exploitative crimes and like those other type of little small things are going to start to build up and you're going to have to create some type of way to keep people in check and at that point in time one or two things are going to have to happen the council is going to have to come up with some type of really hard rules about what crime consists of and how it goes or we're going to have to start breaking down the council completely and moving to a new type of way yeah because like even thinking about it now some of the interesting propositions that have been built in separate books start to come to mind, like Hellions. Mm -hmm. What do you do when Empath comes back to the island and starts getting people yeah. to give up their houses? Starts like mm -hmm. he has like 17 people as his personal staff who don't want to do that job. And then six months later, yeah. how do you punish that? <laughs> yeah. And then it's, it's, all, it's also kind of a thing, too, where, again, it's like you said, mutants don't die. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at one point in time, death was the ultimate punishment, but these mutants don't die. So they're getting put in these resurrection protocols. And like you have people like Empath over in Hellions and Choir over in X-Force who keep dying on these missions. Yep. And may it may not be any cause of their own, but at the same time, it's kind of saying like, they're getting pushed up in these protocols and like people are waiting for other mutants to come back you know you know mystique is ready for destiny and that's a whole nother thing but you know people want their families to come back is it going to start to become a thing where people are mad that certain mutants keep getting pushed up in resurrection queues do you have to start creating like some type of a law or rule about that maybe like a mutant it's like if you die three times in one month like you're you gotta wait like two months before you come back Strikes, <laughs> like a payment plan <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's um, I think there's a lot because, again, when we think of non-lethal crime, I think we think of very human 
terms but it's like these are mutants and they're living a different way so it's like not only do we have the regular non-lethal crime we have to start thinking about what mutant non-lethal crime looks like and how we're going to handle that as well telepathy privacy invasion exactly shifting through your walls in the middle of your evening like you know it's like what's stopping kitty from just walking in your house and slapping you in the face right now you know (laughs) yeah nothing yeah but i mean these these are really interesting interesting questions and i think like this is the core thing that i love about krakoa in that it started to bring these questions to the fore for decades the only challenge pitted against mutants was genocide yeah. And Krakoa has given them space and agency where we can start having interesting discussions about what does law look like with a exactly. populace that is so varied, so boundlessly varied. How do you yeah. make sure justice applies to people who can fly and get in your head and turn into goo and shoot, you know, anything? Madness. These people can do our madness. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just so interesting. I'm so glad we're point in x-men history where we can ask these questions and it's not just oh how do we stop humans from killing them this week no this is definitely the golden age right now it's like mutants have never been at a more interesting point where where they can go and all the things they can do and like how they can explore it this is the time to do it i'm ready i'm ready to see some non-lethal crime honestly now like you got me excited for it like i want to (laughs) see who's going to be the first telepath on the island to like read somebody's mind without permission now it's like what are we going to do like let's get into it yeah like i saw saw some interesting tweets about um having shorts minis about different mutants Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen oh shit oh is that us no we've still got a minute sorry that was another notification um (laughs) i saw these really interesting tweets about having minis just about random mutants we yeah. haven't seen in ages doing things yeah. that aren't connected to battle or anything like that. Um, so, you know, Tempest yeah. was, was mm-hmm. aging whiskey for sure. Like, yeah. why couldn't you have a mini on all of the troublemaking mutants that we know are on that island pulling sm- yeah. pull small scams? And it's like, just time. Yeah. It's the time. It's like, you know, and I think, so I don't know if you remember like the Utopia era, but mm-hmm. I remember when the mutants were doing that, that was a thing that I felt as though kept it very strong was that there were a lot of lot little anthology miniseries around showing life on Krakoa. I mean, excuse me, showing life on Utopia and like what it was about and had them farming and doing those things. And it's like, we definitely need that for Krakoa because Krakoa is a much bigger thing with a lot more mutants on it this time. I want to see what they do. I want to see what Ruckus and the Nasty Boys are like getting into yeah and who they're fighting with that's what he will be need whoa okay so that's us right okay well so we've got 60 seconds we've got 60 seconds to wrap it up um some killer questions then uh who do you think's most likely to commit crime in the books that you're reading Ooh, in the books that i'm reading Okay, Quinn Choir, of course. <laughs> yeah. Empath. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> you know, all your troublemakers. Gambit, maybe. He might get bored and want to just start, like, stealing people's stuff over in Excalibur. Yep. Um, you know, those are probably my top three right now for committing crime or doing something small. Yes. I, I thought it would be Domino. I thought Domino was going to get so bored on that island. She's going to See, Domino's going to get bored. She's gonna like start shooting people in the legs though. She's gonna that's gonna be her boredom. It's gonna be like, okay, man, you need to go sit down somewhere. She's gonna... <laughs> yeah. Also, I, f- I feel like I need to maybe go back and reread Domino because I say her name far too much 
in these episodes. Oh, you're a Domino fan. I, I, I feel like I figured that out. Okay. You know, that this is the, this is the time to realize who the new faves are. Everybody's <laughs> around. Like, you can pick and choose. <laughs> uh, I, I think what we'll do is we'll tie it up there. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of small heists on Krakoa. Very much so. You know, I, I, I think it's a good time. So thank you. This has been a great discussion. Uh, it's been a lovely 10 minutes. Of course. <laughs> I've been Ashley. I've been Keenan. This has been X of Words. Someone that choke, someone I fit aside.